we are living in an artificially induced state of consciousness that resembles sleep. The poor and the underclass are growing. Racial justice and human rights are non-existent. We have been lulled into a trance. They have made us indifferent to ourselves, to others. We are focused only on our own game. That is their primary method of survival. Keep us asleep, keep us selfish, keep us sedated. You're listening to Toward Anarchy on the Republic Broadcasting Network. Here's your host, Michael Storm. Welcome to Toward Anarchy. Thank you so much for joining me. I am Michael Storm, and as always, it is my pleasure to be here every Sunday live, 1 p.m. right here, worldwide across the Republic Broadcasting Network. Truly, truly, my pleasure, and all thanks to you. That's the bottom line of it, the truth of it, the facts of it, the important parts, and we get to the important parts occasionally, sometimes. Uh, follow along at TowardAnarchy.com or at TowardAnarchy just about anywhere. We're on TLB Talk, we're on Facebook, we're on X, and what's the other one, the big one? Instagram, that's the other big one? Sure, clearly I pay much attention. Um, <laughs> and clearly I make a a huge effort to reach out to the folks across Instagram, don't I? Uh, I can't even remember the name of the program, but uh, you can find us there. Uh, that tells you how little I, I tend to bother people. The whole uh, just being here and trying to put myself out there and and uh, do what we do every single week. So it's fantastic to be able to come here and do it. And I just ask you to sort of like, share, follow, subscribe, wherever it is you find us. Wherever it's, if it's TLB Talk or if it's on that one place that I couldn't remember the name of it, whatever it is, Instagram. that's And X or whatever they're calling themselves this week. It, it, we're just there. And, and check us out on Rumble, too. Uh, Rumble, I only recently started a Rumble account. We don't do a lot of video stuff. Probably have some video today if I can figure out how to get this machine to work. Uh, So far, I've not had any luck. But uh, we'll we'll see about that. There may be some video to post later. But I do post the shows up there to Rumble, and it is a new account. And it takes a little bit. You have to have a certain number of subscribers. You have to hit a target number before you can capture your your name, before you can personalize your uh, account on Rumble. And I, I... I don't know how many more I need. I, I forget what the number is. It was a different number for different places, and this is just you know one more place. Uh, but it's, I think it's an important place. It's another one of the great battlegrounds out there for uh, truth and and information that people can actually use and put to put to use in their daily life. So uh, if you if you happen to take a gander up there at the Rumble page. Give it a like, give it a follow, and I will eventually be able to capture that. And then it'll be at Toward Anarchy on Rumble, too. Every day. I, I, you know, slowly but surely, I've captured almost the entirety of the digital universe where the words Toward Anarchy uh, uh, come into play. And that's that's a little bit thanks to you, but mostly just a bunch of hard work on my part. So, <laughs> But you can keep the trend going by just making sure to give those likes and those those follows, those shares, those subscribes, wherever you see us, wherever you see the network. 
And go to TowardAnarchy.com. You want to follow along as always. And as I mentioned, uh, you know, great, great shows planned out for weeks to come. I have guests lined up. It's fantastic. I've been uh, cracking down on it, really working really hard, wanting to make sure that uh, as we go into the new year and we just keep going forward, I, that that I'm moving forward too because i've become kind of stagnant in the last few years working on the comic book shop and not having a lot of time outside of that and so it's this it hasn't it hasn't caused things to suffer but i feel like i could invest more time i could make things better uh, across the board in my life uh, not just in the show and not just in the weekly presentation so i've done that i've, I've cracked it uh, we, you know, we still run into the same problems that we run into with all of them. Occasionally, there'll be miscommunications and things won't happen. They won't go the way they should. But man, I have some really great uh, things planned out for us over the next few weeks. So stick around for that and follow along at TowardAnarchy.com. If you are live with me today, right now, you're looking for January 14th. It should be right there on the front page. If not, click the episodes button. Look for 2024 and January and the 14th, and you will see that the plan today is to talk to my good friend, the bad Roman himself, Craig Hargis, uh, back on the show to talk about Christianity and anarchy, the compatibility, and we'll probably toss in a side of capitalism because we were in a chat, I don't know, here a week or so ago, uh, maybe a little more, and we were talking about capitalism and had some questions, and and, uh, that may come up as well, but uh, really just to focus on I, I was talking to a really good friend of mine, Jeff. He's been on the show here uh, before, and he is a uh, Christian man as well. And I, he's someone that over the years I've bounced uh, many, many ideas off of. And one of the things that we were chatting about the other day, it was, it, it was, it was just, it just happened. I mean, we talked for like three hours. My best friend's mother uh, died here at the beginning of the year. And so the the phone calls, the chain of phone calls that that thing sets off. And so I'm talking to I'm three hours here, two hours here, two hours over there on the phone. It's, we're we're having this chat, and it was just one of the many things that we chatted about during the the conversation was that I I was going to as always have these conversations, and I already thought to invite Craig on the show. Uh, we talked about it right after the beginning of the year sometime, and then we solidified it and said, let's do this. And and uh, in that time, I talked to Jeff, and, and it just came up. That it was just kind of funny that you know Christianity and anarchy share a uh, a common problem. They, they have a bad rep because there are people who run around with the name of Christian or with the name of anarchist, and they do some really – non-christian non-anarchist things would you would you say that's right craig <laughs> i agree 100 percent with you my friend <laughs> how you been man I've you been look doing, good i've been doing great i uh i'm sitting here in memphis tennessee waiting on the snow to hit i got a pot of chili going a little cold nice. beer in the refrigerator my Dallas Cowboys are playing in the playoffs this afternoon, and oh, uh, that's talked right, to my, yeah. my good friend Michael Storm. So, in the words of Ice Cube, today was a good day. 
It's a good day, man. I tell you, I woke up to a boil water. We're already, I think we hit something negative 10, negative 13, something like that, maybe more with the wind chill last night. Uh, woke up to a boil water advisory. but And so I can't have my cold coffee. I'm actually sitting here drinking Pepsi. This is terrible. I could have hot coffee if I wanted hot coffee because I do have clean water. We keep several gallons at least of clean water around all the time. But uh, yeah, that's that's my world today. <laughs> Cold. I don't, I don't know what it's like where you're where you're at. I know you're in Kansas, but mm. here in the, here in the South, man, when the when winter storms come through, people tend to lose their minds. You know, <laughs> and I made a joke on Facebook yesterday or the day before about going to the grocery store, and it was like when people freaked out when the flu hit two or three years ago, and just wiped out the grocery stores. Mm-hmm. And it's the same thing when they start when somebody mentions snow. People in the South, man, they freak out, and they will wipe the, the grocery store clean. And I, I got there in time to get enough to make some chili <laughs> and a little beer. <laughs> ah, that's good. And you make real chili, right? We There's no beans in there. Oh, yeah. Let's let's uh, let's start off uh, stirring up some trouble here because <laughs> this is a conflict among many people when it comes to chili. You know, I'm born and raised in Texas, and then I can trace back – anybody can trace back the roots of chili back to San Antonio, Texas – and when, when chili was first started, there was no beans, not a bean in sight. You know, they called them the chili queens, and they were uh, making chili for the cowboys, you know, and the cattle cattle herders, and there was no beans. And once it got out of Texas, I don't know what these folks did to them. They turned it into stew. I don't know. A guy at work told me that he's watching that, that show Yellowstone, and a guy, they were talking about chili on there, and this guy said, he goes, that ain't chili. And the guy had just gotten back from Texas. He goes, I don't know what that is, but that ain't chili. It's got beans in it. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I, that's something I've heard my whole life. And and I'm from Colorado, and it's a crossover. There's a mix. It depends on whose house you're at. And I'm not opposed to it. I'm not. A, I mean, I, I like beans. I mean, it's not that. Yeah. That's. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm, I'm they sure just don't belong in Chile. They just don't belong in Chile. It's just that simple. <laughs> <laughs> How's the show going, man? You're hosting the Bad Roman podcast. It's exploded. You're huge. You're worldwide. Uh, congratulations on that stuff, man. See, I, I, you know me. I'm hanging out there, always just kind of watching from the rafters and in the background. And and you do amazing. Where you talk to great people. You have such great conversations, and you're reaching a lot of people. I think it's it's a fantastic thing. Well, this uh, 2024, about March will be four years that we've been doing it, and and even yeah. four years later, nobody is more surprised than I am about the success we've had. I I don't get it. Because I don't consider myself some intellectual or I've just got a few things to say and some people want to listen, you know, and it's it, it, and the, the more people shared it, you know, it's starting to resonate with a lot of Christians, I think, because they're starting to recognize something's wrong here. You know, you got Christians entangled with the state and then they're, they're starting to recognize, OK, something's wrong. And if you could just go back to the basic teachings of Christ, you'll recognize very quickly that Christians should not be meddling with anything with politics. And any any Christian, should, their their political views should be anarchist. There's there's no ifs ands or buts about it. I mean, we we talk about it all the time. Jesus being the original anarchist, you know. And in, and in the, the early church, the first four hundred years, they followed suit. So as far but as far as the show's going, man, we we got we got some plans for twenty twenty four to kind of see where it goes. I've I've brought on uh, you know somebody else to help with some visual stuff for it. It's really kind of helped our Facebook. 
pick up a little bit. Facebook had a shadow. I think they still had a shadow band, but what she's been able to do with some videos and some, some of the artwork, we're taking quotes from the show and she's making, making artwork with it. And it's, it's it's really helping pick up social media, you know, and as much as social media drives me crazy, it's necessary if you're going to do something like this. Hey, it's funny. I was making fun of Instagram just as the show was coming on. I was, you know, I'm just being silly. Uh, but I actually did notice that on your on your post. I was looking at the page and seeing uh, the different art, and I just it just jumped right out at me. It was really cool. The different quotes and things like that, and and just the flashiness and the, and and the colors and everything. It was just right there. I did notice it. So, uh, it is actually be you. Yeah, you're absolutely right. That's really cool how I, I i need to do that myself it's something that i need to do <laughs> i need to because I, I see it myself uh when i do that when i make that make that little extra effort to put out that bright shiny appearance it, it gets noticed people notice it slowly but surely over time it's fantastic that's really cool man what um you what's your biggest revelation in doing it uh, you know other than people listen <laughs> well i just like I said, to just picking up the, the traffic on Facebook has been interesting to me because there for the longest time, it seemed like we weren't getting any interaction. Like I said, they've had a shadow ban for a while now, and I don't know if that ever goes away, but whatever she's, however she's doing it, and she's the stuff she's making, she's able to break through the shadow ban somehow, and this stuff's getting shared, and more and more people, we're getting more people to come to follow the page as well on Facebook. And Unfortunately, Facebook is our largest audience, you know, compared to Instagram or, or Twitter or X or whatever sure. they call it now. Like, I don't really spend a whole lot of time on, on Twitter, but it's, but as far as Facebook, yeah, it's our largest audience right now. And, and Instagram's picked up a little bit. So we'll see. It's, I just think it's cool, man, because you, you got to, we knew this, we've known this for a while that people need to see something to, to get, grab their attention. I don't know what it is. Like you need a video or you need some kind of, some kind of meme to, to get people's attention. And once they get the, get their attention with that, they read it or they listen to the video and then it sends them to the podcast. It sends them to our other social media sites, you know? And so it's just, and word of mouth to me is huge too. Word of mouth is huge to me because and, and, and the way they, they're sharing the stuff, sharing the show, it, it blows my mind how this works and how fast it works. That's probably my biggest revelation, how quickly this happened. She hasn't been on board. She shouldn't have been with the project for very long. And just in the past two or three months, it's however long she's been on, it's it's picked up tremendously. It just, I told her that the other night. I said, what you're able to do with this stuff, she's got a marketing background as well. So she can, she, what she's doing, it's, it's breaking through some of the stuff for Facebook. Hmm. Whatever Facebook's trying to do to us, whatever she's doing, it, it is breaking through that. And I think it's fantastic. Uh, that is awesome. And there's a lot of people that will argue that the Facebook and and the social media is you, you oh you got to leave Facebook, you got to leave Twitter, you got to get out of those places. No. Uh, that's where the battleground is. It doesn't make any sense. If that's where everybody else is, that's where we need to be too, even if it is not I don't know, if it's not a perfect place. I I don't imagine that uh, walking down the streets uh, in sandals and a 
a sort of dusty desert trying to preach the word to poor people, homeless people out on the street was a very comfortable experience or that you necessarily <laughs> wanted to be there to do that. But, uh, yeah, just the, to bring that uh, analogy of, of uh, sort of Christ and the anarchy uh, back together. What, how how is the how is the audience responding to it? Are you attracting Christians that didn't know about anarchy? Are you attracting anarchists that didn't think there was a compatibility with Christianity when we're closet Christians? I don't, what, uh, what what's the sort of feedback that you get from people? Who is your audience? Well, that, it's interesting you ask that because she she messaged me last night while I was at work and she said that she's got a friend who's an atheist. And she's like really against Christianity, you know, but something, but she's listened to some of our content and she's kind of understanding where we're coming from. Like she's hardcore atheist from what I understand. Mm -hmm. And this is the atheists are kind of the, the really, <laughs> if you've never talked to an atheist, sometimes they're really, really militant about it, you know? And, yeah. and, uh, but somehow what what we're talking about kind of resonates with her. So she gets it like the bad Roman is not your mainstream Christianity. We're going back to the roots. We're going, and so when you go back there and you show anarchy, but as far as Christians, I don't, I don't know. I think it's still too early to, to tell if they're if they're if it's if they're latching on yet or not, or any new ones, I should say. Now there are some that we you know we've been doing it for almost four years that have, but and there, there's still some that reject it. I mean, there's still some that think that that they have to be involved with politics. And they use the Roman thirteen, Romans thirteen. I was going to ask garbage yeah. that that gets thrown in our face constantly. They just they're misreading that 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 scripture. Hey, explain they're, they're that real quick. Well, they're reading it without reading Romans twelve first of all, and in Romans thirteen, when Paul talks about governing authorities, they understood in that time that they understood that to mean demons. They didn't understand that to be the government, but we know that the government is backed by Satan and, and his demons. Just by reading scripture, if you go to the temptation of Christ, Satan said, all authority has been given to me over the kingdoms. And Jesus rejected it. He didn't, he didn't dismiss what Satan was saying. He was saying, but he didn't want no part of it. And the early church followed suit. But they'll take Romans 13 without reading Acts 5, where Acts 5 said, we're going to obey God rather than man. Okay. They just take seven verses and say, okay, we're to submit to governing authorities. Okay. What does submit mean? And then you read Acts 5 where it says obey God rather than man. And in the original Greek in Acts 5, it says it's necessary to obey God rather than man. Obey and submit is two different words in the original Greek. There's not the same definition. And I've used this, this example time and again. My favorite example was Rosa Parks. She was a devout Christian. She did not. She submitted to governing authorities when they came to arrest her, but she did not obey that ridiculous law. And she was actually setting where she was told we're supposed to supposed to be setting, you know, to, per their rules. But she's, I'm not moving. And they told her, well, we're going to have to call the cops. You may, but I'm not moving. And when the governing authorities showed up, she submitted. There was no violent alter, altercation, but she did not obey that law. And what that's one thing that Christians get wrong so many times when they read Romans 13 is that word submit. They think it means obedience. No. That means you don't fight back violently. I got to say, I've heard a lot of people talk about the the you know Romans thirteen being 
misunderstood and misread, but that is definitely the best way I've heard anybody put it to date. Because I've heard a lot of people address that issue, and and frankly, yeah, I like it. I think that's obvious. I think that I'm. I love words. I love pointing out the difference in words and the importance and why there are two different words and why they would have a uh, importance in in their meaning and why you should be certain of the meaning of those words. We've got to run into a commercial. We'll talk to Craig Hargis, the bad Roman himself, about Christian anarchy. We'll be right back. Charles de Gaulle once said, actually, it's difficult to envision in this regard any other criterion, any other standard than gold. Yes, gold, which does not change in nature, which can be made into either bars, ingots, or coins, which has no nationality, and which is considered in all places and all times the immutable and judiciary value par excellence. So when the question is, why gold? It's simple, my friends. The answer to that question is simply, why not? Like it or not, precious metals will always be the world's reserve currency, even though nations do not define their currency by their worth and say gold. Individuals still buy gold and silver to protect themselves from inflation. The more money a nation's central bank pours into the economy, the less value its currency, the dollar it is, which means the price of everything else rises. $21 up for a bag of dog food, seeing that the dollar is cheap, that's why the cost of everything goes up. It's because the buying power, the value of the dollar is tanked. It's worth nothing. And yet gold that your family would have owned in 1907 will buy at least the same amount of goods, if not far more. William McPhee once stated it's extraordinary how many emotional storms one may weather in safety if one is ballasted with ever so little gold. The truth about money, gold versus cash in a crisis. Gold, a valuable thing to store. The power of gold in times of crisis. Historical sketch of paper currency. Oh, and beware the Ides of Rare Coin Dealers and Alan Greenspan's speech on gold and economic freedom. How interesting. I'm going to give you gold and silver in five easy lessons. Seeking out the most efficient and most secure route to owning gold and converting it into widely accepted currency is the next best thing to enjoying gold-backed currency, my friends. In a world of central bankers hell-bent on devaluing our savings, you need to own private gold standard. Contact me, Jeffrey Bennett at Kettle Moraine Limited, by calling our phone number at 602-799-8214. That's 602-799-8214. Are you one of the millions of people who feel like there is a dark cloud hanging over their heads whenever they're using pharmaceutical drugs? For some, the short-term relief can turn into an opioid addiction nightmare. Have you ever wondered why CBD oil is a billion-dollar industry? It's because it works better than opioids and is actually healthy for you. However, CBD oil is stripped of all other helpful compounds found in the hemp plant. According to neuroscientists, the whole hemp plant, otherwise known as hemp paste, is even more effective than the chemically processed CBD oil. Are you ready to take back your health? You can try Hemp Paste for the price of a cup of coffee. HempPaste.com slash RBN. Free shipping on orders over $50. See the banners for Hemp Paste at RepublicBroadcasting.org and visit HempPaste.com slash RBN. You're listening to Toward Anarchy with Michael Storm. Sort of seems like it's got too many right there. <laughs> We're playing the Rolling Stones, and 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 that's the you know paint it black. 
but sympathy for the devil would have been a fantastic uh, way to come back. But it's not a, it's not in my I'm sorry. It's it's my own fault. Uh, support the network. Go to republicbroadcasting.org. I ask you to do this every week, and it's a very selfish thing that I do uh, because I couldn't be here if it wasn't for you supporting the network. So uh, do it. Uh, go click the donate button, um, and and it's just real simple. Click the donate button. It's over there on the left hand side. You click a couple more buttons, put an amount. It could be regular. It could be a one-time deal. Real simple thing. Uh, if that's not your thing, though, you can call. You can talk to somebody at the network, 800-724-2719, extension 3. They will help you with different ways of supporting the network, how you can make a donation. Or you can mail a, a money order or a check to RBN2251, Double Creek Drive, Round Rock, Texas, 78664. And, of course, as always, you can visit ShopRBN.com. That's the win-win. You're supporting the advertisers that advertise across the network. And you may it just makes it possible for me to come here and have a conversation that I think is probably important to quite a few people who supported the network, who are, are people uh, across the network, listeners across the network, supporters of the network who have been there for years and years and who, who have heard about anarchy. They're Christians. They're um, maybe status. Maybe they're not status anymore. Maybe they've given up on the system. They're they're in that spot. Maybe that sweet spot there, Craig, that uh, you're kind of looking for. Is they they've lost faith in that system. They don't think that Romans 13 tells you that you're supposed to obey. Uh, as well as submit, and and they are they're looking for another way. And well, I bring my voice here and talk about anarchy every week. But is it compatible? That's the question. Is there a compatibility? I think it's a fairly obvious answer, and I think a lot of people do too. But you said yourself as you're you're going through this that you're 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 finding people that will not accept it yet they just they're they're just not ready to accept the uh, an obvious truth but maybe a, a hard one to come to when you have so much invested in in the ideas of america and uh, you know it being a christian nation and and christians just generally being good people who want to you know save a soul help help save a person um or or just make their life better it where um wh what's your big plan <laughs> just <gonna> keep... <laughs> i don't know man i feel like i'm flying by the seat of my pants most of the times with all this but as far as the compatibility the I think the biggest problem we run into is that the, the word anarchy has been culturally hijacked sure Okay, so and many Christians, the vast majority of Christians, especially on the right, are going to be listening to people like on Fox News and Donald Trump and and Sean Hannity. When they hear when Sean Hannity and Donald Trump says something about anarchy, they're 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 comparing that to what's going on. In, you know, when they, everybody was rioting, mm -hmm. you know, and that's not anarchy. And if I can get down one on one with a person and explain. Anarchy. The actually one of the best ways to, to explain it to a Christian who's kind of stuck in the mud and can't can't come on over is just to talk about voluntarism. Okay, instead of using the word anarchy, which we know they're pretty much the same thing. Now you got when you use voluntarism, you can you can you can see how 
everybody associated with each, with each other in the early church voluntarily. There was no coercion involved. They don't, I mean, they they debated a lot of stuff. Christians have been been debating with each other since Christianity was born. But but that it's the it's the word. I think that's the biggest issue we're having is with the word anarchy because. And I, and I kind of understand it, too, because there's a lot of confusion with anarchy. I get confused with anarchists. And I think you and I have talked about this before when I was on the show last time. You know, you see a lot of anarchists running back into politics and supporting political parties and political factions. And to me, that's just confusing the message. So very, it's very difficult for me to use the word and be honest with it because it, it means so many different things to so many different people. It's not consistent. And if it's not consistent, people aren't going to latch on to it. I don't know how you are. Actually, I think I do. I think you're pretty much like I am. If it's not consistent, I don't have anything to do with it. And I think a lot of people are that way, too. If, 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 you're, if you're saying you're an anarchist, and you're explaining the philosophy of, of anarchy, and then you're going and voting and running for political office and supporting a candidate, what the hell is going on here? It's a little weird, right? It doesn't quite seem to fit. I mean, I get it. I we well, we have this guy in uh, Argentina, this guy that just became the president <laughs> there, and and he calls himself an anarchist. He calls himself a libertarian, a voluntarist, and and it, it's an interesting thing because I. I, I hate to be the one to go, nah, screw that. Nah, don't do – that's a waste of time. I People do what they're going to do with their time, and I would I, – I hate to say it. I would rather have that guy who's making that – that's what toward anarchy is all about, right? It's that move toward it that we're constantly trying to make that effort towards maximum freedom. And so – to me, it's it's an interesting thing to say, but I've stayed out of it. I think it's neat that the guy got elected. I think it's neat that he calls himself an anarchist. I think it's neat that he jumped right in there and he eliminated a bunch of programs right away, like nine out of 21 of their, their cabinets. It's just an interesting place to find yourself, somewhere between politics and anarchy. Uh, real quick break, and we'll be right back with Craig Hargis. Truth, you can't handle the truth. You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network. Real news, real talk, real people. Because you can handle the truth. My name is John, I'm the founder of Blackout Coffee, and I started uh, Blackout because I really love coffee. I've always loved coffee, and after traveling so much to Europe, South America, and trying so many different coffees that were so good, and uh, every time I came back, uh, to the U.S., I was so disappointed with the coffee, so I figured that I had to do something about it. The biggest difference is really is on the beans and the roasting process, how we roast it, and how fresh it is. The fresher the roast, the better the quality. Here I have like all, all of the coffee. It's roasted within one to two days prior to being shipped. So it literally gets to consumers' house within three to five days after being roasted. If you like coffee... You have to try ours. It's fresh roasted. It's one of the best beans that we can get. And you will definitely see the difference. Visit blackoutcoffee.com and use the coupon code REPUB10. That's REPUB10. People often write to tell us what has happened for them since starting Extendivite. Allow me to read a few. After taking Extendivite for about six months, I've noticed improvement on the numbness of my hands and wrists from the carpal tunnel syndrome. I will continue to buy product. This formula is very powerful. I am feeling much better. 
my heart rate and blood pressure is stabilized, my lower edema has reduced, and lower leg pain due to blood clots has disappeared. This product has relieved what appears to be an angina problem, pain in the chest after climbing stairs and short on breath. I'm quite happy about it. To order, call 1-877-928-8822 or visit extendivite.com. That's X-T-E-N-D-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Extend your life with Extendovite. Corporate media dominates the American opinion. Finding independent voices that counter this avalanche is becoming increasingly difficult. With the endless corruption running rampant throughout our government, independent voices are needed more than ever to battle the offensive against our freedoms and liberties. As a listener of RBN, no one understands this concept better than you. Now it's up to you to do your part. The time has come for you to take action and begin broadcasting the truth to hundreds or thousands of people every month. Sound impossible? Quite the contrary. With pointed slogans from LibertyStickers.com, you can reach countless sleeping Americans unaware that they live in a real-life wonderland. LibertyStickers.com has a huge inventory of political bumper stickers and messages that reflect the truth about our government, our politicians, and the future of America. With so many in stock, there's one perfect for you. Visit us today at LibertyStickers.com. Again, that's LibertyStickers.com. Do your part. Your voice is important. Let it be heard. You're listening to Toward Anarchy on the Republic Broadcasting Network. Here's your host, Michael Storm. TowardAnarchy.com to follow along as always, and if you were to go there and look for January 14th, you'd find information about the bad Roman Craig Hargis, my guest, talking a little bit about Christianity and anarchy and the the compatibility of the two. You can follow the Bad Roman podcast on uh, Facebook and X at the Bad Roman, and then also on that other place, Instagram, uh, the underscore Bad Roman podcast and you don't have to remember that you just go toward anarchy.com and you can find that there or just go to the badroman.com and from there you can find episodes of the show uh you can contact them you reach out maybe uh maybe you know somebody they should be talking to uh i i do that every once in a while try to reach out to the just the the people i guess and ask you know who is it that I should be talking to, and and out of you know dozens of responses, there's usually one or two good ones. Most of them to me, <laughs> me. But then they don't have anything to actually talk about, which is frustrating because I'd love to talk to just about anybody. But then they're like, "Well, what do you want to talk about? Well, what do you mean? What do you want to talk about? I wanted to talk about what you wanted to talk about. How are we going to talk about what I want to talk about? I can talk about what I want to talk about every week." Uh, TowardAnarchy.com to find that. January 14th is the date you're looking for. And, and just this, here, here you go. Yeah, like this. 
Craig, I believe that all government is evil and tra- that trying to improve it is largely a waste of time. H.L. Mencken said that. So, yes, why can't people remember that? Why can't anarchists remember that? I don't you know. know. That's, that's one thing that frustrates me so much about the libertarian side of this is they've got all of the information. They've got all the information about how, how the state operates. But somehow they feel like they can improve it. Yeah. It is a waste of time. Isn't that it's a like weird that, thing? It, it is so strange to me. What are you doing? And, and, I, and, I, and I believe this, too. If, if these libertarians would just make that final step and the anarchists that keep going back into this garbage, mm. keep moving towards anarchy, if they'd walk away from the libertarian party, walk away from politics, you'd have more of a force of people moving towards anarchy. We might get some stuff done. We might actually see some improvement in this, but you keep legitimizing this garbage, the mafia, as it is the state. Why? What? What are you doing here? Because you're not you're not moving towards anarchy. Well, and this drives me too crazy too. Well, we're just trying to get a message out. You've got your podcast. You've got your platforms. Stop using the state to get your message out. They're not listening to you. They don't care about you. And the people that are stuck in the Republican side or the Democrat side or whatever, they don't care about you either. Look who has been our president for the last four years and the four years prior to that. Nobody's listening to you. Walk away from it and let's move towards anarchy. This makes no sense to me. Y'all are bogging down the message. You're stuck in the mud. And that's what I I pick on libertarians more than I do any other statist. Because like I said, they've got all the information, but they can't. They're the easy. They know better. They're the ones they that should know, know better. better. It's an idealist, altruistic thing that I it's it's admirable in people when you're actually on the ground making a direct change in somebody's life that's different. Uh, I, I have the story of a uh, local pastor here who uh, runs a, a decent sized church. And he also runs a secondhand store. He owns a secondhand store, and the secondhand store has been here for years and you know, fifteen, almost twenty years, something like that. And it's and it's grown, and it's getting bigger, and it supports the community. And it, you know, people are employed there, and there's people that come in there, and they can buy fantastic quality merchandise. Far cheaper, used, of course, but far cheaper than they could ever get it anywhere else. They would never get it. They wouldn't have the money, whatever. You, 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 get, you get the idea. Secondhand stuff. He does for his community every single day. And then he runs for uh, uh, governor. And I just kept telling him while he was doing this is through the, the last election cycle. And I just kept telling him, man, why are you wasting this? Day? I, every time I'd say, why are you wasting your time with this politics, man? What are you doing? This is what you do right here. I'm in this fantastic store where I come in here and I find these bargains. And, and, and I'm, I'm not the guy, I'm not even your customer. I'm not the guy that has to shop here, you know, but I recognize it for what it is. And I see you for what you do. Why can't they see that? Why can't people see that the truth of anarchy is, the reality of our lives every single day when we give no consideration or thought to authority or the government or the clowns that are trying to uh, well collect a paycheck. That's all they're doing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I stirred up some trouble the other day just mentioning Ron Paul. Yeah. 
You know, I think you saw that. That's a good way to stir up some libertarians. <laughs> and I'm sure the guy's a nice guy. I've never met him personally. He seems like a very nice person. But sure. the, 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 the post I made, there was nothing untrue about it. Man, to what, that's another thing about libertarians is their hero worship. Like They seem more yeah. prone to it than anybody I've ever seen. Any, it's any, that same idealistic uh, attitude, that, that uh, mentality that they have. They have this... It's. I get it. it. It's wonderful. They're probably all wonderful, creative people, and and have fantastic lives and relationships of their own. But they think that because of their interactions amongst, it's not the same. The, what you and I do together on the street as businessmen, as friends, as family, as people just crossing each other, as just crossing paths, that's not government. That's not what government does. It's the opposite of it. It forces its way into every relationship, into every conversation. It it sticks a foot out and trips a guy who's walking down the, the sidewalk in the other direction. Right, and you, and you, and you take... Ron Paul, for instance, if anybody was going to change the mafia, it would have been him, right? It would have been him, right? Dr. Now, no. so he, he proved once and for all that it cannot be done. It can't it's be time done. to walk away. Yep. It's time they to should walk take away. that as a, as a sign because uh, yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I do it, too. I say it, too, because I love Dr. Paul. Uh, I, I think he's a fantastic dude. And, you know, I, I don't know the dude, but from what I know of him and and what he's attempted to do. But the fact is, is he spent 30 years in Congress. He didn't change a goddamn thing. Uh, and he was Dr. No. But uh, at, on the sa- at, at the same time, there are a lot of people who credit Ron Paul for bringing them to anarchy. And so there's that, that catch-22, that place where you, find, you just have to find your place and get in there and carry the message with you. You have to be the light uh, whether you're talking about Christianity or anarchy or both at the same time uh, for what it is you believe by living that life every single day, uh, even if you are working in contrary to like Dr. Paul. Right. And I just had a thought and it left me, but it'll yeah. come back. <laughs> The idea, okay, this is what I was going to say, that the, the, with Ron Paul, and they've seen that it can't be fixed, that they're not walking away, they, the vast majority of folks that he brought to Anarchy, they came to Anarchy because they're Ron Paul, like you mentioned, mm-hmm. has stayed in the anarchist side of it. I think so, yeah. But and, I, and I think that's awesome. But there's block. some that's, that's like, well, we could do like Ron Paul did. We could be the next Ron Paul. And, and they're, so they keep drifting back into it. That's That was mm-hmm. my thought that left me for a second. I apologize, but it, it did come back to me. <laughs> no, I think, uh, no, I think you're absolutely right because that was sort of your, your point earlier is that one of the hardest problems is I've, I've seen people claim to be an anarchist and then say, well, I changed my mind. I've seen that claim, but I don't believe it. I don't believe that you can be an anarchist and then go back. Not for real. I I don't know what that means, but my own experience... Okay, so I'm the type of person that I absolutely believe that if you take me and put me on an island somewhere uh, away from democracy and ideas like that, and you still ask me, I have the capacity, and you ask me 
I would still believe that every man is a free man, that he doesn't have to answer to any that there's no I I didn't need to read a philosophy book. I didn't have to go out looking for the idea that every man has the right to live his own life without being robbed by some guy who claims he's the, the boss. Right. Well, I, I've been something's been rolling over my head when you said that people talking about becoming an anarchist and then going back. Mm-hmm. I I don't understand that because as an when when I became an anarchist. I saw how to, the, I bec- I'm an anarchist because I'm a Christian. Right. I saw how makes the, two, sense. Yeah. the two, the two, the, when I started understanding anarchy, I saw how they, how, I mean, this is the only way we should think as Christians when it comes to politics. Okay. But if somebody goes back and says, well, I'm not really an anarchist anymore. I don't think you ever were. I don't think because so. It, because as an anarchist, you recognize the state for what it is. And once you recognize that beast for what it is, how can you go get back into it? You know how I, evil it is. I guess it's those same people that that are those libertarians. They're, they're, it sucks that they're the easiest to poke at and to make fun of because they're the ones that should be the easiest to reach, too. But they obviously aren't. They're obstinate. They're, oh, we can do this attitude we can turn back the clock we can roll this thing back and i that always makes me think to myself uh, of the notion that we we got here we are we are here this is where we are and all of that stuff was in place all of those ideas the the democracy the the constitution the the separation of church and state the separation of powers and all this bs it was all in place but we still got here so so what is it what was missing about it that was so great so perfect so what if it didn't keep us from getting here what and how is it that we're going to change that through a system that well it's not going to give up the power I, i don't think governments tend to give back the power you have to take it back from them right right so if, if if we're going to look at this honestly, the founding fathers of the United States were probably libertarians. The way we yeah. understand libertarianism, yeah, I would say. they want the libertarian part, capital L libertarian, right, libertarian right. party, yeah, right. So knowing that, and now we have Joe Biden as our president, something went awry with their idea. Something, something went wrong with this whole, this whole. Uh, Example of the United States, you know, and how they set up this. This is the first time that it was ever tried, I guess. And, and something went wrong. What they set up failed miserably. We're trillions of dollars in debt. The United States government is probably the largest terrorist organization on the world. They're slaughtering children across the world, supporting supporting other uh, empires that are slaughtering children. Something went wrong here. You can't fix that by by being involved with it. The only way to fix this is to walk away. And I can't ever pronounce the guy's name, but he said, "I, I say, I don't ask you to uh, to take up arms against the tyrant, but to walk away and watch them fall under their own weight." Won't you start stop supporting them? And I had Larkin Rose on the show. The first time I had him on the show, and he said this: he "said They're just people. Stop recognizing their authority and watch them fall." But the more you stay involved, the more you legitimize it, you're feeding the beast. We need to starve the beast. Well, and people are scared 
you get this constant question uh, well what do we do what's what's better than what exists now what's better than this system well i would suggest that almost anything would be better than what we have now because it's been a complete sham it's been a complete just woo you know here's the here's the curtain don't look behind the curtain because what you're going to see happening behind that curtain is not going to impress you uh, you're going to be very upset about the way things actually run and it's really been that way for a long time and so i don't see that changing i don't see that being any way of uh, any path forward and so if if you come to that understanding how if if it was big enough that we'd had these lofty ideals to set it up in place, we're all individuals. We all should be protected from the political system that we set up. We, we should be uh, independent of it and, and separate. And those who participate in it, uh, it, should, it shouldn't be a job. It should be a duty to the community that they're in. Uh, I, I argue that you can have a state. You could have an anarchist state. You can have a voluntary state. It's the state is not the problem. Uh, so there's a, there's a whole lot of problems with organizing together and and trying to accomplish things. But the biggest of them is the the funding of it. The the state is funded through theft. And the method in which it is uh, – well, it's mandatory. It's ultimately mandatory. You have to do what they say. So if you take those two things out of it, the, the mandatory nature of it is gone, and, and, and you make it so that it's not a job. It's not a place where you go to uh, – you're not going there to get wealth. You don't get money. Nobody pays you because there's no vote to be bought. That you're just doing the business of the state, which is the greater business of people who decided to voluntarily participate. All these things seem to be inherent within the forming of the the country, uh, oh, but quickly turned away from it, quickly turned to a federalist. It, it was a complete power grab. And so the fear is, as I started to say – is it how do you keep somebody from grabbing power? Well, the simplest way that you keep them from grabbing power is that you don't give it to them in the first place. You don't create a system that says there's a special class of people who can ultimately rob cage murder the rest of us, but but ultimately dictate to the rest of us how we're going to live our lives on a day to day basis. That's the thing. It's another thing if we're all talking about the things that we need, want to do together as a community. Uh, it's another thing about manipulating and cajoling and, and, and coercing people into uh, giving up almost you know, sort of 50 percent or more, really a, a, a ton of their life, not just their wealth, directly to supporting the state and and oh and in trying to stay within the confines of the state so you don't you don't get smashed by it right and i think it all comes back to money okay so yeah we got to get to this point in the conversation about the money <laughs> and the capitalism yeah yeah uh, so okay so it all comes back to money right yeah money corrupts the the system but if there wasn't a system to corrupt the money couldn't corrupt it so it's circular it's very circular. 
Um, the money's not the problem. It's the it's the it's the greed. It's the it's the need for more money. The more the more yeah. power, like you said, power yeah. grab. The more power. That's the yeah. problem. Yeah. You got bad actors in there. They're just they're, they're just sitting up there getting fat and rich. While the rest of us out here struggling, working, oh, and it's always going to be bad actors. Yeah, because that's the nature of the system. Good people aren't going to do it, and good people aren't going to be successful at it, a la the Libertarian Party. If you want to call them the neutral, if you want to, if you just imagine that they are what they should be, the the perfect sort of level. Nobody gets any bonuses. Nobody's taking anything from anybody. We're just doing the business of government guys. When I when I look at them, what I see is I see a, a fractured uh, electorate that has just run to another place where they, they can share their ideas. So the, the Libertarian Party itself today is actually worse than any libertarian ideology that that ever pre-existed and I, and I would suggest that in the creation of the state itself the creation of America itself and and those documents and those founding people in terms of libertarians uh they're an interesting thing but one thing that they do have right is the the money side of it and and so are you're not really anti capitalist you don't really hate capitalism or anything no 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 no, no, no. of course not. i think you're referring to something i said about ancaps yeah and my whole point about ancaps was they seem to be the most <laughs> the easiest to run back to the political solution i get you yeah that was my problem that's my only issue i don't I, when i first became an anarchist i kept being called an ancap and i really still don't even know what that means <laughs> okay so i'm like well maybe i am maybe i'm not i'm just a christian trying to figure out my way in life about this whole politics stuff you know the liberty you know a lot more about the libertarian party than i do i i still i've never i learned about libertarians in 2016 when donald trump ran Mm. You know, that was the last time I voted. It was because I, I ended up voting for the Constitution Party. Okay, but I got mixed up in libertarian circles, and all they do is fight with each other anyway. Mm-hmm. No, so, that's what I was just saying. Yeah, all it is is fractured electorate already, and it, it, they just there's just another place where these people who already don't agree come together and don't agree. Why the hell would they come from two separate parties where they don't agree with their parties, but they don't agree with the other party and come together <laughs> and suddenly, magically, they're all going to friggin' agree? The whole the whole notion of it is just it's just silly. I, 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 but I try... I want to give people the benefit of the doubt because I want to deal with individuals and I don't want to deal with parties and I, and I don't want to deal with labels. We talked about the, the label of anarchists. We talked about the label of Christianity. These Right at the beginning of the show, I said we have a, a PR problem because there are people who run around with those labels who don't do Christian things, who don't do anarchist things. We're never going to get away with that, and all I can ever suggest to anybody is that we don't sacrifice the words and that we do uh, just live our anarchist, our Christian lives uh, and let people learn from that as an example. I'm I'm the happiest guy, and I know people hate it because uh, they're just jealous. I have a fantastic, <laughs> wonderful life, and I don't put any effort into it at all whatsoever. I'm not fighting anything. I'm not bucking the system. Well, except when it comes and pulls me over in an afternoon after lunch and surrounds me with five cars and machine guns and stuff and 
you know, rounds me up and locks me in a cage for a little while. They do that occasionally. Yeah. 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 It's part of this. It's part of that gang mentality. They all have <laughs> yeah. just a bunch of gangsters. They are. It's uh, it's funny, but no, I don't, I don't hate AMCAPs. I don't, I don't no. hate anybody. I no. would just, I would just, I just, I was just making an observation. You know, you mentioned and it's the guy a in fair Argentina. One. Well, you made mention the guy in Argentina. He called himself an AMCAP. He sure. ran back to the political solutions. You know, sure. and I just see it a lot. And that was just my observation. Why, why are we doing this? Why are we doing this? I, I don't know. And I, but, I, I want to mention something too. Not, and we'll get back to this, but you. Mentioned, we were talking about Romans 13. Anybody listen to this that's interested to know more about that? We talk about it on the show quite a bit, but yeah. I'm going to record at the end of February with Matt Mazakis from Expedition 44, and he wrote his dissertation in Romans 13. It's the most concise read I've ever seen when it comes to this topic. Nice. We should put all this nonsense to rest when it comes to Romans 13. Anyway, I, just, I wanted to throw well, good. that good. That, that would be fantastic after you have that. We'll have to have you back again sometime down the road. Uh, and and bring up that question again and and see what uh, you know how your how your presentation of it is flavored because frankly I love the way you put it when when you mention it and and truly I've heard people talk about it all my life it's been one of those things that has come up over and over again and I've heard people mention it and I get it I understand it. I you know, I okay no problem uh, but it it's one of those things that people want to. Mm. I don't, they want the best. They want it to work, and they want it to work for everybody, and they want the system to to work for everybody. But it just doesn't. That's not the way it works. The way it works is down here. Uh, I just the example of the pastor and his store. Instead of uh, he took, he was gone all the time, and they were trying to figure out. And stuff got behind, and and they were always trying to figure out how to do things. And he's off over there trying to play governor, you know, trying to collect votes instead of doing what he did every single day, which was help his community in the best way that he knew how, uh, using capitalism. That's <laughs> and, how we fix it, my friend. Is it's starting in the community? That's how. That's how we get anarchy to people. Is starting with talking to your neighbor. You know, we don't have to go politicking for anybody. Just talk to your neighbors. Talk to the first person in the grocery store. Man, I've, I've noticed so much lately. It's been awesome, too, here in Memphis. I've had so much opportunity to talk to, to people in the city of Memphis about the Bad Roman Project. Just in the past month or so, it's been fantastic. I've got a guy coming on the show. I'm actually recording with him next Sunday called Brother Devin. I met one, some of his partners at a gas station. They were giving some CDs out. He's a musician, got some fantastic rap. Got in contact with him. He, he describes himself as a gangster turned gentleman. Nice. So we're going to get him on the show and talk about. He, he talks about gospel for the streets, and that's, that's what we're going to. I think it's fantastic. Well, that's a, what we've been talking about here all the whole time. We're talking about being on the streets, living that life, doing your thing, be it Christianity, be it anarchy. Uh, TheBadRoman.com. Craig Hargis, thank you so much, brother. I love you, brother. Love Take you care, too, my friend. I'll talk to you soon. See you, buddy. To 
Hebo Tea Club's original Pure Pouty Arco Super Tea comes from the only tree in the world that fungus does not grow on. As a result, it naturally has antifungal, anti-infection, antiviral, antibacterial, anti-inflammation, and anti-parasite properties. So the tea is great for healthy people because it helps build the immune system and it can truly be miraculous for someone fighting a potentially life-threatening disease due to an infection, diabetes, or cancer. The tea is also organic and naturally caffeine-free. A one-pound package of tea is $49.95, which includes shipping. To order, please visit drinksupertea.com. The first word is drink, spelled D-R-I-N-K, then the word super, then the word tea. The complete website is drinksupertea.com. Or call us at 818-965-9113, Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. California time. That's 818-965-9113. DrinkSuperTea.com. You're listening to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Because you can handle...